0: Alright, we're going to divulge into the sluttiest version of me today, I guess. (laughs) Let's fucking go! So yes, it is about time that I talk about the infamous OnlyFans, where I show a lot of my body. So if you guys don't know what OnlyFans is, (laughs) it is a platform where... Well, I mean, you could do anything. They kind of promote it like a, a place where you can like do some exclusive courses or like show a different side of you. But to be honest, a lot of people use it for dick and pussy and all that shit. A little bit porny, you know? Uh, it's a little bit porny. Um, if, if any of you have never subscribed to an OnlyFans, that's pretty much what you're expecting. You're expecting to see uh that person that influencer whoever it is uh naked right i think that's what it uh it really does boil down to now uh i don't it's a weird and tricky thing for why i got started i feel like um i never really was the type of guy to like send a nude when i was a teenager uh oh god can i even say that well yeah fuck it. Uh, can i Well, I said it, but I I, I don't know. I feel like I was always prude even before I met my ex-husband or now even in in today, like now that I'm single and it's been almost two years, I'm not the type of guy to like send a nude if you want it. So I was always the type of buddy to like, if ever one of my brothers is like, I don't know, like (laughs) open-minded, like I take a bunch of photos of me taking a shit or like just swinging my dick around or like doing the helicopter in the morning or like. I don't know like hitting my boner on weird shit. Like I'm just a weirdo when it comes to like nudity, I guess. So I don't know, I was never really the guy to like go and like send a nude if someone asked me for one, you know? So it was really weird to do in OnlyFans, but the reason why I started was as I said in my intro podcast, like um my ex and I we like once we became like a little bit viral, and I'm talking a little bit like fishy small small fish viral um i got a lot of comments that were like talking about my dick <laughs> and like the bulge and like whenever i dance and like how big it was whatever but like yo i can't fix that like i'm half trini i'm half french like I, i've had a giant dick Like, it it's disgusting i'm not gonna lie it is actually like a weird a weird part of my body like Mind you, I've always been like proud of it, but I just I don't know, it was a fucking so so ever since that uh all those comments, I was like, Well wow, shit, like I felt bad for my ex husband because he never really got that same type of attention. Mind you, and I'm not quite sure if that's really what he would have wanted either way. Or anybody truly, like when you're trying to do like fun, interesting and like <laughs> Gay friendly dance videos, you never really think that people won't be looking at your body, they'll be looking at your dick. So, long story short, right? That's why I started my OnlyFans. I'm like, listen, if you're gonna like objectify me and sexualize me in a way that I can't control, yo, like I'm a profit off of that or try, you know, like I don't fucking know. And that's pretty much that's that's why. Like originally, when I when I wanted to get into it, I didn't know how to start. Right, it's a new platform, no idea what I'm doing. So I I reached out to. Uh, I don't even know how. I, and so everybody that I'm gonna mention in any podcast, just a preface, <laughs> is uh, is gonna be anonymous. Okay, so I I, I don't want to let cuz it's all a lot of bad interactions to be real uh some good and the good ones I'll obviously maybe not say their name I don't know we'll see I'm just going with the flow lately um but yeah so uh I met this dude who kind of helped me uh, through social media who was already on OnlyFans but he was also a porn star so I mean I didn't want to go that route at all You know, I wanted to be very, like, classy, kind of boudoir-ish, but male version of that. Um, Which he found funny, (laughs) but it's because he came into the world of doing porn, right? So, hetero male or hetero identifying male doing kind of gay for pay, which is probably, like, one of the highest, I guess, ranked porn, gay porn categories, but that's not really where I wanted to go. I was just like I don't know. I had a big dick. Like as far back as I can remember, to be real with you, like I always took nudes. Like, but they were just for me. Like even in high school, like I don't know. I just loved I loved because I knew like a lot of my buddies back in high school or were all of my life, I knew that I was the biggest. I knew that they were shocked. Like it was like the shock value, like my dick just looks, and it looks beautiful, right? Like, it, it turns lesbians into men, fucking straight guys into dick. Like, I mean, this sounds all very, very arrogant, but for the most part, that's that's really what I experienced. So, yeah, so I met this guy, and he kind of, like, he showed me how to, like, just, I guess, use the platform. But I I saw that he wanted, like, more, right? He wanted collaborations with me. But he wanted, like, fucking full-on, like, dick and butt or mouth or and all that shit. And I'm like, you know what, brother? Like, let's take this not that way. <laughs> I told him I'm like, yo, dude, I am gonna be a big thing on here, but I'm gonna do it my way. You know? Now setting up an account a lot of people ask me, uh it is pretty difficult. But it's only if you're not like tech savvy. Well I don't know if I'd say that. Because I'm I'm not that tech sav well, no, I am super tech savvy, but I'm not like Because it it goes with like your bank information and like all that shit, and that's where you kind of lose me. But like to make a cover photo, any type of content, you know, a you know a layout for your content, like that's pretty much my vibe, you know. So content creation is probably, I think, a lot of people have a hard time with like, well, what am I going to post? And I'm going to talk in this podcast about. People who say whenever I mention because I'm very proud of what I do, honestly, but whenever I mention I do OnlyFans, I get people saying like, "Well, I'm gonna just sell pictures of my feet and become a millionaire." Like, no, Karen, bitch, you will not. It, you won't. It won't. You won't. It won't happen like that. And you want to know what? I feel like that there should be a fucking rule, a general rule, rule that bitches who say that and dudes who say, "Well, I'm gonna take pictures of my." my penis and fucking just make a bunch of money. No, bro. Okay. I think that there should be a general rule that if you say that out loud, that you have to live off of your fucking OnlyFans for like six months because it's hard. It is really hard to do this. This is actually wild. And this is kind of this is why I wanted to do an, an entire episode about this because I kind of want to debunk the mystery of if I just sell my feet on OnlyFans or if I just like, guys, just take a couple dick pics, you know, I'm going to fucking make a shit ton of money. No, brother, that's not how it actually works. So creating content, um, how I decided to make the content that I make right now, uh, So there was many different facets of Zach Dobson on OnlyFans. There was ones where I used to do collaborations with a couple of my buddies. And if you guys are listening, what's up, brothers? (laughs) Um, But I realized that a lot of the people that were watching me really only cared about me. So I quickly switched that up because that's another thing. If ever you're thinking about doing that, you have to listen to the people that are subscribing. If you're not listening to them, odds are you're not going to make money, right? And money was never really my motive because you know when I actually started this just just to backtrack a bit um it was right when the pandemic uh, no yes i don't know yes i don't know well yeah i think so <laughs> i think it was right when the pandemic hit cuz i'm a dance teacher right by by uh it's been 13 years been a dance teacher so when the pandemic hit i was like well fuck i can't teach dance anymore you know, I started TikTok, became viral, and, and then, yeah, I started my page literally at a neighbor's house. I was like, I'm about to post my first photo, and she was really excited for me because both of us didn't really know what journey I would embark on, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, building, let's let's get on to another topic of just building your presence on uh, OnlyFans. Now, this is a big misconception. And this is why I said that people who say that they're just going to sell their feet and just fucking make millions, I think it's really important that you guys, well, I don't think anybody that thinks that are listening right now, but educate people because building your presence on a social media platform like OnlyFans is is very difficult because you're not able to go onto TikTok or let's say Instagram and Facebook and all these places um well Twitter, yes. Twitter, I would say, like I'm leaving out of this conversation, but the rest of the mainstream social media platforms where there are a lot of limitations of what you can post, it's hard to to gain an audience because the most amount of work that gets into OnlyFans is building a presence on other platforms. And there's so many. And I feel like every year, every couple months, even I would say, you know, they're making a new platform that you as a as someone who lives, you know, cuz I'll be I'll be very honest with you guys, you know. I'm a dance teacher. I still teach quite a bit, a lot. <laughs> way way too much for what I'm doing uh in terms of social media. If I could be <laughs> if I can be really honest with you, kind of drowning here. Yeah, this podcast. I'm right beside Ocean's Gate. I'm just kidding. That was a really bad joke, but yeah, I'm drowning. Oh my god, that was such a bad joke. I'm so sorry. Yo, this podcast, (laughs) I'm going to get fucking canceled, bro. What the hell am I talking about? So yeah, like I would say the majority of, and I would never say that I have success on OnlyFans just because there are so many people that make And success on OnlyFans, is it all about money or is it about quenching people's thirst? For me, it was always about quenching people's thirst, but I feel like a lot of people gauge success on OnlyFans by monetary value, which is all right. It's just not my thing. I I don't really give a shit about that as long as I get you off. But I'm a kink. I'm a nympho. I guess that's what it is. (laughs) Um, uh, But yes, I I would say that um, building your presence on these social media platforms that are so censored is is like trying to sell an an innuendo you know you have to think like okay i'm here to sell cock but at the same time how do i not make it seem that i'm selling cock or like dick or ass you know what i'm saying like because i'm not gonna lie to you like there are people who like my butt, there are people who like my dick. I think there are people that might just like me. I fucking hope. But for the majority it's it's one or the other. And with these platforms that are so censored, like I, it's almost impossible. I remember TikTok, I was trying to post, you know, some videos of me, you know, dancing around without underwear on and fucking it gets taken down or even on TikTok, I realized you can't even post underwear videos or anything of the sort, but yet there's a whole other background to that where you'll see, I'm not going to name names, but there's other social media influencers who are much larger than me who are able to get away with absolutely anything. (laughs) And I know for a fact, if you're listening to me, there are a couple people that just flashed into your head. So building a presence on a social media platform like OnlyFans, you heard it from me is not a walk in the park, okay? If it is a walk in the park, it's a walk in a pretty ghetto park, okay? A bunch of people fucking shooting at you, censoring this, you might get your account deleted over here, you know, things like that. So, now I want to talk about dealing with the stigma of actually having an OnlyFans. Now, being a bold person as I am, I've been bullied all my life, don't really give a shit about what people have to say, because I feel like I'm a decently respectful person to anybody that doesn't point a finger to me. So, if you're respectful to me, I'll obviously be respectful to you. You know, I'm not I'm not like that. Now, there's a lot of people, I feel like the stigma when it comes to OnlyFans is a lot about uh unfortunately, ladies, I feel like ladies have a have a decent issue with uh dealing with oh, not dealing with it, but just I feel like a lot of women I don't know, they get a lot of um a lot of hate when it comes to OnlyFans. Um, because when a man does it, you know, they just think like, well, you're not that successful, or you just you know, you're just showing pictures of your cack or whatever, you know. I mean, in the gay community, maybe they think a little differently, you know, to a man, but I think in the straight community, which is where I identify mostly with because I am bisexual, but that's a whole other topic maybe i'll talk about my <laughs> maybe i'll do like a sexuality podcast one day, but uh yeah, for the most part, I feel like you know women get a lot of judgment, which is unfortunate because you know no offense to the straight men who are listening actually, you know what full offense to the straight men <laughs> that are listening to me, bro, well, not all of you I gotta you know the people that I talk to, the boys that I talk to, I know that they're really open-minded but i don't know straight men really yeah you guys are fucking you guys are shocking me daily okay with the way that you treat ladies and i i know that not all women not all women are the same i get it but like i don't know if a lady if (sighs) like i don't see the difference between you walking up to a woman in a bar who might not be interested in you saying no thank you but here you can subscribe and go enjoy me either way you know i think that's very hot and i think that gives you an opportunity to see this woman in a different light that you might not have seen you know before so i don't I, for me like i've never really given a shit about judgment about having an OnlyFans, but i think maybe some people have judged me <laughs> on OnlyFans, or i know a lot of the gay community when i was married they were like well Fuck! Uh, I thought you weren't one of those guys, but it's like, bro, you just hit on me to see my dick. What do you want me to do? Cheat on my husband? Absolutely not. That's not my vibe. I don't. First of all, I'm so bisexual that I don't even like men or women solely. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was a little. I'm not gonna edit that out. That's what you get. You get me clearing my throat with you. <laughs> uh, and again, I'm sorry. So I, I also want to talk about engaging with um, engaging with the people that you you have on your OnlyFans now. If and I, this is like a very serious topic for me because I take who I have on my OnlyFans very seriously. Um, I respect them a lot. <laughs> I know a lot of you might be listening to this and like, well, why, Zach? What the fuck? Like they just want to see your dick and. I don't think so. I don't think so because OnlyFans is really like the only place where I, I answer people who want to talk to me. To be honest, like I, if you really want to get in contact with me, this is where you're going to do it. Now, the people that do, and I have so many people in my head right now that I remember, and that's crazy, right? Seven platforms teaching dance, over a hundred students this year, and I still remember. The people that I that I speak to mostly on OnlyFans. Now, I would give a couple shout outs and I will ask their permission one day if ever I could, but I just we divulge different parts of our lives together and we've created such a different connection that I've I've never really had before. And <laughs> if I can be real with you guys, it is it's pretty beautiful. I don't know, there's something about it that seems like and pally like it's impersonally Im- like impersonally personal i guess i would say um and it's something that i look forward to the couple people i would say like not everybody there's a couple there's a lot of a lot of randos i would say yeah <laughs> but that comes with the territory of having a platform where people really just want to see your fucking foreskin ah! oh no i just let it out Oh, no, I have a foreskin. Oh, shit. (laughs) But yes, so I would say, like, engaging with the people that I've had for the past three years on my platform on OnlyFans has been some of the most beautiful conversations. Getting to know people who, you know, might have been afraid to talk to me in real life, but are able to divulge their entire life through text form is... Man, I have shivers. Like I, I actually have shivers. Like I genuinely care about the people that that not only pay per month to to see me and talk to me, but also are so vulnerable within them own selves to within them own selves, within themselves. <laughs> you know, to let me into their life like that. I don't know. It, uh, it's just. All around, like I'll say, like my only fans went from being something that was so ex- like not explicit but very like vulgar, and and just rough and transactional to now it it's more like loving. You know, I've had people for the past three years who haven't skipped a month. You know, and I don't know. It's more. How's your mother? How's 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 your How's your ex-husband? How the fuck did that happen on this day? You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember these small details. And if ever you're from My OnlyFans and you do hear this podcast, which I hope you do, <laughs> I I listen. Don't think I don't listen. Don't think I don't remember. I'm a psychotic Gemini, bruh. <laughs> like this is what this is this is what we do. Now another another aspect uh is the financial aspect. Now, I don't want to divulge a little bit. I don't want, I don't want to divulge in this at all but I will a little bit. Now, financially it could it could change your life. You know, I I'll be very honest with you guys. Um I was a very poor kid, you know, to the point where uh like heating was my stove and um you know, food was you Know, I've been told by my mother, you know, not to eat so much. You know, I was a growing boy, but I mean, she was a single mother, and I get it. You know, two boys, it's all it's a lot. So, I was a pretty poor kid, uh, I would say, not able to go on a lot of trips, afford yearbooks, things like that. Um, you know, I got made fun of a lot. <laughs> so, for that, because I was uh, once I got kicked out of one school, I went to another school, and I'll talk about this in another podcast, but um, yeah, it was just, I went to the suburbs, and I just realized how poor we were, (laughs) if, yeah, anyways, oh, I just burped, I'm sorry, it's it's happening, this is ASMR, Um, this is what you get, but yeah, so the financial aspect of this is, it could change your life, if you care, and, I mean, it could change your life if you don't care and you're just hot with a good dick and a good manager. But I feel like I really put time and effort into what I was doing, so I feel like the payout was it was above what I ever thought. You know, when I first started, um, in here in Canada, you have to make like a hundred dollars uh, before you're able to take out money. And I remember sitting at my neighbor's house, and I was like, "Well, there's no fucking way that I'm gonna make a hundred dollar. Like, there's no way that a hundred people want to see." you know, my fucking dick, you know? And yeah, sure enough, I was able to do that. (laughs) I was able to do that very quickly. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say the biggest thing, if if I'm going to be very real, and maybe I'll do a whole other podcast on this. I know I keep saying that, but it's just, I don't, you know it's my first time doing a podcast so i, I don't want to make this like some laborious fucking long and you know thing but i will say that um i got a little bit shocked when i was with my ex-husband you know taxes and stuff like that like being, being, well, self-employed, I've always been, you know, with dance teaching, and his mom used to deal with that, but once you're making, like, a different sum of money, you know, you don't really know how to deal with all that, you know, I was making my dance salary in a month, you know, sometimes, you know, mind you, I wasn't teaching a lot, but anyways, you're talking about a poor kid who made a couple bucks, you know, and I think it was something that I had to learn really quick, I've hired people to take care of that stuff, which, you know, I think my mother, who's either in heaven or hell, not quite sure, or here, I don't know, I think, you know, I think she'd be very proud of the man that I am today, I feel like I have, I've been able to create, you know, the life that I was living, or that I want to live, and I don't know, I was kind of rambling there, but I think just that she would be proud of, like, I don't know, I guess me taking care of things like that, like legal things, you know? Taking care of fucking business, you know? Paying my rent, never being late on a payment, you know? Treating my ex-husband properly, making sure that he never goes without, so that, you know, I I don't know. So, uh, now I want to get into a different topic of just like what I've learned about myself or just in general when it comes to OnlyFans. Now, I've learned that people are people, and despite them wanting to fuck you or wanting to see you naked, they're still people, and respect should be given without even thinking that reciprocation is there. Now, I know that seems crazy, but I really am talking about the online. Uh, whenever I receive any negative, any negative comments, which are rare on my OnlyFans, but on other social media platforms, I would say resp- love, give love. You know, I feel like almost it is. Kind of disrespect because they might feel stupid as shit you know imagine someone who is you know complaining about your content or just being a dick like you respond with love and they will feel so much more guilt rather than being like oh well i showed him you know so i've learned that i actually do have a giant dick <laughs> like i mean i mean at the surface level like I always thought I did, you know, I've compared with a couple of my buddies who I did uh, do collabs with, you know, I was always the biggest, you know, whatever, fucking shit, but like, I mean, they kind of put a little stamp on that, but I also realized, yeah, I think for the most part, people are people, because I've had a really traumatic, like, past when it comes to sexuality and sexual stuff, that I always used to, like, show aggression when people wanted to touch me or wanted to fuck me like i don't know i was always like pissed off especially when i was married i was always angry you know like fuck you what do you mean you want to fuck me don't you see my husband you fucking and you know and it would put me into like this weird angry schism of blah but i realized these people are people bro, like, I look at people online, and I'm like, or even your neighbor, you know what I'm saying, like, that's what the beauty of OnlyFans is, you know, you can look at your your neighbor and be like, I want to fuck him, and if ever you know that he has an OnlyFans, you don't even have to make him feel any type of way, you can, you know, support him in a way that is from a distance, but also not so distant, because you get to see all of him, you know, so that's it, so now I want to get into uh, the advice. For anybody who wants to start their own OnlyFans, okay? Which is a little bit of a like PTSD moment for me because I feel like that's really what I've done for the most part after I stopped collabing, which was a short, short life for me. And it was just me and my brothers like jerking off for the most part. Um, but at, like I, I started like helping people. But through and th- through that, I was also helping a lot of guys, you know how to make a cover photo, perfect, you know, photography for your OnlyFans, you know, women I didn't really get into just because I don't know how to sell tits and puss, you know, but I know how to sell cock and ass, you know, that's like pretty much, that's all I know how to do. And I know angles, you know, women, I can help with angles and stuff, but that's what I did. So the advice that I would have for people who want to start one, care, (laughs) care, okay? Where you water, it will grow. And I think that is pretty much the mantra that you want to keep reiterating in your head is you have to know that these are real people. It's not just a person behind a screen. You might be their last $10. You know, you might be what, they, what they're what they waiting for on for their birthday. You might be, you know what I'm saying? And I've gotten a lot, I have shivers just talking about it because I've, I've read messages where people are like, well, you know, I'm I want to resubscribe. I'm waiting till my paycheck to do it. You know, that that's beautiful. That's cute as if they budget you in, you know? So, I feel like the people that want to start this don't think that it's just a platform to make money. Yeah, you could be a cash cow, but at what point these are real humans and they deserve that you're there. If you're thinking about getting a management team and doing all that route, sure, go for it. But if I, if I can be real I hope you I wish you much success because I'm not a dickhead but I do wish that light goes blown out real quick because if you're not taking the time to answer these people and I know there might be a lot I get it I get it you know I'm talking about me I'm like a little fish in a weird big pond you know so maybe I have the time to do it but I don't know I feel like the people that that subscribe to me really do deserve my Undevoted attention when I'm on this platform and when I allocate that time to do so. So, I hope that I covered a lot about OnlyFans. Now, (laughs) it is a really weird topic for me because I don't like talking about it with friends. I don't like talking about it with, you know, new maybe prospects of partners, you know, male, female. Women are a little bit odd whenever I bring it up. Uh, I met a couple that are like, okay, that's kind of cool, <laughs> but they just kind of look at me like a cash cow, so they're like, oh, well, you can just pay for dinner, <laughs> but um, I mean, it is a weird topic for me just because, I don't know, I never thought I would be fucking selling my dick and fucking hairy, beautiful butt on on the internet <laughs> for you guys to see, but I don't know if I would ever change a thing. I feel very proud of what I put out there. I'm very happy for the family that I built in that, uh, in that social media platform. Uh, so yes, I really hope you guys enjoyed me divulging uh, more about this process and why I did this and who I am in terms of the explicit version of Zachary Dobson. Uh, God, I hate saying my last name. Oh my god, fucking hate it. Um, but yes, uh, for future content, if ever you do want to go see uh, more of me, it's on www.zackdobson.com, um, which I'm sure you already know about if you got here, alright? Because ain't nobody searching Zach Talks on podcast. <laughs> but yes, uh, if ever you're thinking about subscribing to My Only Fans, just expect a lot of dick. There's a lot of inches of dick. A lot of hair, I would say. I'm I'm pretty hairy lately. Um <laughs> but yeah, a lot of men, but in the most professional and tantalizing is that the word i want to use i don't know sensual seductive way possible (laughs) so yeah i really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and if you made it this far just know i love you and there's going to be so much more i'm going to be talking about so let's get fucking weird and i hope you enjoy your day or night take care bye